The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In the past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Welcome to The Career Confidant, and thank you for tuning in today. This is your host for The Career Confidant, Marie Zimanoff, and you've joined us here again today for more great insights, tools, and resources for moving your career forward, and we're on a kick this month talking about 2015, but really the show has been here all year to help you get the tools and resources that you need to move your own career forward, knowing that in their wonderful economy today, it's really more on you to do that. And there's more opportunities growing uh, around the nation and, and internationally, I think that there's some more opportunities on their way. So we're here to get you ready to do that and to take advantage of those opportunities in 2015. So if you're tuning in, you know that I'm happy to answer your questions. A lot of you write to me, and you're welcome to do that at Marie, M-A-R-I-E, at astrategicadvantage.com. That's M-A-R-I-E, at astrategicadvantage.com. And, you know, if you've got career change questions, resume questions, trying to make a job search, or trying to grow as a leader, those are all the topics that we cover here on this show. And happy to answer any questions that you have regarding those topics via email as well. So let's keep talking about in our last show, we went through some goal-setting exercises, goal-setting different ways that you can set goals for 2015. But today I wanted to talk about some of the things that are coming up next in 2015. What what are some of the things that you can look for in 2015? So we're going to talk through some of what's coming up, right? What are those trends? What's coming next? And we're going to talk through it in a few different areas. So we're going to look at career-wise, right? If you're looking to make a change in 2015, what are the trends in terms of resumes, in terms of using social media? We're going to look at some of the trends in job search strategies overall, you know, what's, what's changing in job search. And we're going to look a little bit at what do people think is coming up next in terms of job growth. Always 
a challenge there, right, when you're looking at job growth predictions. But we'll talk about some of the things that that are out there and some of the predictions that I'm seeing. We're going to talk a little bit about leadership trends in 2015. And obviously, these are a little bit broader than just 2015. But what are people saying in terms of leadership growth and how leadership is going to change in 2015. And then we're going to talk a little bit about hiring in general and how hiring is going to change in 2015, kind of from the employer's perspective, right? So if you're job seeking or maybe you're a leader who's trying to hire new talent, which is becoming more and more challenging in today's economy as well, we're going to talk about some trends that are coming up there. So lots of the trends that we're going to talk about today come from what was what is called the Career Brainstorming Day, Global Career Brainstorming Day, that is sponsored by the Career Thought Leaders, an organization that I belong to, great organization that promotes kind of the new and the next in career development obviously that thought leadership piece i you know i think that is if we're each in our own careers it's important that we stay up on what's going on right what's what are the trends and the career thought leaders is definitely one of the industry associations that i'm paying attention to to help me do that so they hold a day where they get career professionals together all across the globe, actually. And so I'm going to be sharing some of the insights that came from the group I met with here in Denver, Colorado, but I'll also be sharing some insights from individuals across the, the globe, some of whom who wrote some articles that I will point you to when we get to that part here of our conversation. So just to give some credit where credit is due, most of the ideas that I'll be talking about today, as I said, came from this event that we held here in Denver, Colorado, and I had the opportunity to spend that day with a couple of my colleague, colleagues, Ruth Pankratz, who's a, a resume writer here in Fort Collins as, as well, and Carrie Pinsky, who's a career professional here in Fort Collins. Roberta Gamza, who's a professional resume writer in Denver, and Rich Feller, who's a former professor at Colorado State University and an overall leader in the career development world. So those are, you know, um, we didn't write down necessarily who said what, but just to give you an idea of some of the other professionals that you'll be benefiting today, even though they are not here live with us on the show. So let's talk a little bit about some of the things that are going on in the career development world. So in terms of what's coming up next for job seekers and career seekers, you know, I think that in the wonderful world of resumes and job search, you know, nothing changes that fast, but things do evolve on a pretty regular basis. It's one of the reasons that I I always wonder at our industry how little professional development people do because 
things do change. And on the resume side, of course, you have resumes moving towards being shorter in some ways, but that shorter isn't necessarily related to a specific page length. That shorter is more related to sound bites, right? We, we live and breathe sound bites right now. People aren't, aren't reading long, lengthy anything let alone a resume. Now, that doesn't mean that your resume has to be one page. That's the thing that I think people often mistake when we say that the trend is that resumes are getting crisper, shorter, not necessarily page length-wise. We're talking about your language and your statements being crisper, shorter, soundbite-ish. Now, obviously, we need a decent amount of white space on the page, and so doesn't necessarily mean, again, that it's going to be one page. What we're thinking about is, can it be read on a mobile device, right? And this has been the focus for maybe the past year, two years, but it's really coming to a head of that if you can't get read on a mobile device, you're going to be struggling for that hiring manager at least to be looking at you. And so thinking about that when you put together your resume. The other thing that's come this year and will continue to grow next year is a focus on apps, right? You've got an app for everything. Well, now recruiters can get an app where it's your resume, but it's an app. It's not a document. And so that's coming. I don't know that it's necessarily mainstream yet, but especially if you're in the more technical fields, that might be something to keep an eye on. Is there, does the company specifically especially have an app that they're looking for you to use instead of a resume document? So as we're looking at that resume piece, those are some of the things that are coming I would say some of the other trends to watch for is an increase of links in documents, you know, hyperactive links. Um, Maybe two years ago, you know, people were, in my field, afraid to put those on there. Would it mess it up? Would it mess up the, the, the system, right? And now we're saying, okay, nope, everybody is liking these, these live links for portfolios, presentations, even your LinkedIn profile link is going to be live now on your resume, your email link, all of those things are live now on your resume and will continue to increase in that. You know, there's also an increase of, of infographics in resumes and I think that will continue next year. Infographics are graphics that tell the, the picture of data, right? And the thing I would say there is that we're still wanting to be careful that the purpose of the resume is to to tell the story of your accomplishments with some level of detail. And some infographics I, I see do that well. Some infographics I see maybe gloss a little bit too much. Um, and the recruiter is going to ask for more specific information. And if they have to ask for that, it may not mean you get in an interview. So thinking about how you can combine or mix that infographic look that, that is important and will continue to be important next year and the basic information that we know recruiters want to see, right? Where have you been? What have you done? What have you accomplished? 
So those are some kind of resume trends that will continue next year. I think that watching for new technologies, what are companies using in terms of technologies, and how are they really hiring, right? We can do a lot of this stuff with our resume, and if that doesn't matter because they're not using those ways to hire, it's all going to be for naught, right? So that part of our job search is that career communications piece, and that's going to continue to evolve. So thinking about the technology side of that and how people hire, which we'll dig into a little bit more in a little bit, but that's all part of your job search. So when we get back, we're going to talk more about some of these career trends to talk a little bit about social media and job search and and the ways that we can see those are going to be changing in the next year so that you can adjust your approach. So we'll be back in just a few minutes and we're going to keep talking about trends in 2015 in your career and leadership. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. As your business grows, are you growing with it? Do you have the right balance of time, attention, work, and personal life? Take the growing pains out of growth and tune into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidle. If you are spending most of your energy managing problems rather than focusing on taking your business to the next level, our program will give you the steps you need to make sure you have everything in place for forward-thinking business leadership. The Business Edge is heard every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. What does a visual workplace mean to you? How does it contribute to operational excellence? And what steps do you take to put it powerfully in place? Listen to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense to find out. Each week, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, shares tools and strategies to help you make the workplace speak at a glance without saying a word. Learn to work safer, faster, better, and at far less cost no matter what business you're in. Tune in to The Visual Workplace every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. 
All right. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. This is your host, Marie Zimanoff, And today we're talking about career trends, career and leadership trends for 2015. And so we've talked a little bit about the resume career communications side of that and how that's going to be changing just in terms of getting shorter, reading, reading on mobile, resume apps are, are growing, use of graphics, all of those trends are continuing in 2015. Then we look at some of the career communications and social media, right? What's going on there? And, you know, I think the the big takeaway here is that we are going to have to continue to show, to demonstrate, to prove what we've done, right? That resume that just says that we are great isn't going to work in, whether it's in resume form or it's your LinkedIn profile. And so thinking about ways that we can graphically portray that, right? And that's that increase of graphics in some way. If the graphics are good, they're actually proof or examples. They're not just fluff and pretty, right? We're going to have to keep doing those things in, for the most part in 2015, on our LinkedIn profile or professional websites that make sense for us, right? If you're a program or you're doing stuff on GitHub, whatever it might be that works in your industry and probably also on LinkedIn to show what you're doing. So we're talking about files, right? Instead of having a a separate website that's a portfolio, although you might have that depending on your industry, on LinkedIn, we're wanting files that demonstrate an example, right? So whether that's a business plan that you've come up with or a marketing document that you created or a, you know, a, a financial analysis, obviously with fake numbers, but showing a dashboard that you've created for a company to look at financial results, something that demonstrates what you do. That's an example of what you do. Some of those might be videos, right? But that video, again, is not just this like video resume where it goes through your history. No, I want a video that either tells a story about one of your successes or a video that's of you presenting at a, at a professional conference showing your thought leadership. Maybe you've got a, a white paper that can go up there in terms of a file or a, a JPEG of a marketing document. All of those things that are proof are going to be a big part of where we're going in the next year. And the more that those things can be readily available for a hiring manager, the better. Obviously, these things will help you get found by recruiters, but they'll also be, again, if they're readily available and you've got that hyperlink on your resume, if you're sending it to a recruiter, then it gets looked at afterwards. And it doesn't really matter which way it happens, but if it's there, it makes it easier for them to, to view those things I like those things right hooked into LinkedIn because that's where 90 plus percent of your recruiters are are looking right now and will continue to look in 2015. There might be some new systems on the horizon. We'll keep our our 
our ear to the ground on that one. But right now, and, and in all trends, I can see you going forward, we've got recruiters using LinkedIn. Now, we talked to some social media experts earlier this year, and you saw the trend is moving towards using more of Facebook. So you might even think about ways that you can get some of that proof on Facebook and or Twitter, right? Do you have any tweets out there where you've sent a JPEG of something that you've done, even a a JPEG of a slide presentation that you've made, something where you've got those visuals, not just the words. That is going to continue to be huge in the social media world. And the social media world is going to continue to be huge for hiring. And again, the trends showing there that we're moving from just LinkedIn, although still staying there, to more Facebook, more Twitter, for job search, for recruiters looking, and of course your your industry-specific sites. So that's our social media world. What's going on in the job search world, right? What's going on as we're looking to get ourselves out there? And I think that although the big job search boards will continue to be out there in some format, right? Your monster career builder, even indeed, what you see going on in the marketplace is a significant move towards niching, right? That they want you as a professional to have a niche, have a clear brand. And the the job board, job search kind of world is moving in that direction too, where we've got more job boards popping up for very specific audiences, whether that's local, whether that's specific to your industry, these job boards are getting very well defined in in the niches as well. And so if you are searching that way, it's going to be more important to pay attention to those niche boards. One of the things, of course, the aggregator boards like Indeed will do is pull from those niche boards and I'd, I'd be a little bit careful there, right? You might use Indeed and do some searching to find some of those niche boards that you might be missing. Or, of course, just Googling job boards for architects, job boards for, and see what is available, what's growing in your industry or in your location, because those seem to be the next wave of that part of job search, which of course we know is a limited effectiveness part of your search and still important to pay attention to what's going on there. Part of that niche job search also will go back to LinkedIn in terms of recruiters using groups on LinkedIn to do some hiring right, working with a a nuclear engineer right now and looking at, okay, what groups on LinkedIn are going to be used by recruiters to find people in that niche. That's where we want to be. So moving out of kind of the, that part of the world, I think when we look at job search, there's also always going to be this networking piece. And of course, social networking plays into it, and I really believe in the power of actual face-to-face networking. 
And that part of the the networking, I think, is moving even more towards genuine relationships, right? People are getting, especially, I mean, we've moved out of the recession in most parts of the U.S., and we're looking to get away from some of that, hey, how do I meet you to get you to help me? And that type of kind of fake networking is not working anymore. People are burned out, right? People are burned out on that kind of networking. So if you're looking to do some face-to-face networking, do it where it makes sense, right? Either in your personal areas of interest and you're building genuine relationships with people photography groups, whatever that might be, or industry groups. And as more of us are employed but looking to make a change, really make some good quality relationships within your industry, not with the job search in mind, but to build your reputation as a thought leader, to build your colleague base, to do all of those things that are going to help you in your career in a much bigger way, that's where networking is going and that's where the trend for networking is going to go just because of the shift in our in our job search. So if you're unemployed, that might mean we want to shift your approach too as this shift happens in the general population of professionals out there. So thinking about what ways can you go to industry conferences, what ways can you do some of those types of networking activities, whether you're employed or unemployed, and build your relationships in that way. So thinking about the job search and the ways that it's changing, I would say one of the biggest trends for 2015 will be, again, moving from that candidate-initiated hire to the recruiter-initiated hire, right, where you're working somewhere and somebody reaches out to you. That's how recruiters are going to want to recruit in 2015. They're not looking for candidates necessarily to connect with them. They're looking for the candidate that is happy and successful where they are. And so if you are looking to make a move, that's how you want to position yourself, happy and successful where you are. And so you might look at your LinkedIn profile and think about, you know, does this sound like I'm trying to sell myself? Because if it does, it's probably not attracting anyone. If it sounds like you're happy and successful and a thought leader where you are, it's going to be much more attractive to that employer, internal or external, to get that promotion or make that move. So we're going to come back in just a few minutes. We're going to talk about some leadership trends for 2015, right? What's going to what's going on in leadership for 2015 that if you're a leader in an organization, you might want to start thinking about am I positioning myself to be this type of a leader in 2015? So we'll be right back in just a few minutes. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. 
You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Are the challenges of economic uncertainty and the pressures of global competition wreaking havoc on your company strategy? To succeed in today's fast-paced, high-tech business landscape, companies must continually adapt while driving innovation and exploiting new opportunities. Listen for Quantum Business Insights with host Olivia Parr-Rudd. Our guests will include thought leaders from around the world discussing and exploring the concepts that will move companies forward in these uncertain times. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy, with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at astrategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Well, welcome back to The Career Confidant. This is your host, Marie Zeminoff, and today we're talking about trends for 2015. And we've been talking about career and job search, right? We talked about the, the resume and how it's evolving in 2015, your use of social media, and how you want to evolve that in 2015, and then we talked a little bit about job search trends, kind of going back to that some of that social media piece, but also non-online networking, right? Face-to-face networking and how some of those trends are, are going to be looking at and changing for 2015. So we'll take a little bit of a detour here from the career side. And I want to talk about leadership in 2015 and different ways that we might think about ourselves as a leader and what's coming up next, right? What are the trends? What's, what are people saying about leadership for 2015? And so I did a little bit of research here on articles that people are posting for what the leadership trends are going to look like. And, you know, I think 2014 has been dominated somewhat by this talk about millennials, right? And how are millennials going to be 
led, how our millennial is going to be leaders. All of those topics seem to have kind of dominated leadership conversations, leadership articles, all over the internet for 2014. In 2015, I think that in some ways that's going to reduce itself a little bit. I think that people are actually going to start talking about, and they've always already started a little bit, talking about age inclusiveness, right? How can we build an organization and be a leader that is inclusive of all ages? Well, that makes sense, right? We've got all ages that are are staying in the workforce and and really you want to be able to capture all of those audiences in your leadership and your organization. And so I think that shift will continue and people will continue to talk about the generations, but the conversation around that is going to change a little bit, maybe a little bit less focus on the millennials. That topic seems to have run its course a little bit and more looking at how we can be a good leader for the cross-generational workforce that we're seeing. One of the things that I find interesting is that in 2015 and and even in here in 2014, people have talked a lot about collaborative leadership and thinking about how leadership has really moved from maybe more of a dictator type of style into this can you be collaborative and really take advantage of all of the different types of people and different cultures and different ages that are going to be within your organization. And to me that also means that we'll probably start talking about in 2015 how leaders can be good leaders. And maybe they they somewhat call it situational leadership, but I think it's a little bit deeper than that. How we can learn to lead the individuals within our organization better, right? How can you learn to coach better to the individual instead of coaching in a certain way for everybody? How can you learn to develop individuals instead of developing everybody a certain way? And obviously there's a challenge there, especially for leaders overseeing large organizations. And it may mean that our organizational structures start to change as we look at the diversity of people that we're trying to manage and the systems that we've created, maybe not necessarily allowing that to happen, whether that's for millennials, whether that's for baby boomers who are now now working as contractors. All of those individuals seem to be pulling more at an organization to provide more individual attention, individual solutions. And so it will be interesting to see in 2015 how that starts to pull on a leader to be able to do that, to be able to think bigger. One of the other trends I see in in leadership in 2015, and this has been around for a few years, but it's really picking up steam, is this idea of 
leader leader branding, personal branding, professional branding that then also leaks over into this idea of employer branding. And people are talking a lot about employer brand right now, right? How does an employer attract the best talent? And I love this conversation because as an individual professional and most of my candidates who are in companies or leaders that are in companies that want to move up or move out, right now the conversation is around how this company can brand itself and really how the company is going to have to improve its operations to be able to attract and keep the best people. I love that market shift. So thinking about that as a leader, what is your part going to be in making that employer brand strong? What's your role going to be in creating a brand for your organization, whether that's you know, at the CEO level or at your division level, your organization, even within the, or- the company, has a brand. And what is that? And how are you actively improving that, crystallizing it, clarifying it, and communicating it so that you can get the best people? Because that's where... 2015 is going to start moving, especially in the U.S., is how are you going to compete for the best talent? And I'm not big on the, you know, the war on talent, war for talent. I think it's more around how you are going to position yourself to get the best fit talent, because that's the opportunity that we have with the movement that's going on in our marketplace, with the movement that's going on in your company, you have the opportunity to build an organization that attracts the best talent. Now, of course, just like any good brand does, right? Any strong brand attracts. And so you as a leader, as an individual are going to be continuing to work on your brand and you're going to be forced to look at the brand of your organization. What is it that you really want to attract? Not just around the technical pieces of what you do, but around your culture. And that branding piece is just going to blow up in 2015 and it's it's going to be really exciting for people like me because that's a great place to work with an individual and an organization because it goes so much deeper than it may sound, right? It's really about defining your goals, defining your values, and then really looking at that culture and your brand around that culture. So that's going to be huge as a leader in 2015. So one of the things that is going to also continue to evolve in 2015 is this idea of kind of the division, maybe, between employees and contractors. And it's been on the horizon, and people have been talking about it for a long time, right, ever since Daniel Pink's Free Agent Nation And it's beginning to get more clarity. 
that there's individuals who are high potential, identified early, and kind of put on this path to corporate leadership, right? And then you've got the contractors who are building a their own business, their own identity, their own toolbox skill set, but are getting and demanding and being able to demand all of the things that they would want as an employee too. The the wages, the all of those pieces as a contractor, I actually see as continuing to strengthen as contractors can demand just as employees can demand, it just looks differently, right? And those of you who work as contractors, I think that has started to feel better as I talk to those folks. It started to feel more secure or stable, if you will, because that's just a way of life for companies and for individuals. It's not this, you know, I'm unemployed, but I'm really calling myself a contractor kind of thing anymore. It really is a big part of our employer employee base and will continue to be so. And if you're in that space, you'll continue to feel strong and get stronger in that space because of that, right? It's not just this small part of our, our unemployed, unemployed workforce anymore. It's actually its own part of our economy. And that's exciting, especially for those of you that are in there. So we're going to come back in just a few minutes. I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the job changes that are out there, both in how employers are hiring and then some industries and professions that are on the rise. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network you know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career you can have the foresight skills and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities a strategic advantage and career expert marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused get found and get hired Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Leadership is a vital skill set in today's competitive global economy. Being a leader is not enough. To succeed, you must optimize your performance and know how to imbue others in your organization with leadership skills. Practical, actionable leadership insights are the focus of Leadership Development News, hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. The path to leadership excellence begins here. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. 
Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant, and today we are talking about trends for 2015. So we've talked about job search, resumes, social media, all of the ways that those things are going to be evolving in 2015. Talked a little bit about leadership and leadership trends and really the growth of importance of branding for individual leaders as well as their organizations, whether that's on the divisional level or the big company CEO level, and thinking about all of the the ways that that is going to make an impact on you as a leader in attracting good talent. So one of the other trend areas that, that we'll talk about here just briefly is hiring, right? What's going on in how people are hiring? And I think that this is, this is, you know, this is a challenging thing for employers with all of the ways that discrimination is being looked at, right? You've got age discrimination and yet there's this push to recruit on social media where you can see people's pictures and look at their Facebook posts and all of those issues around discrimination I think are going to start to make some changes, maybe even little changes in terms of on an application. Are they going to keep asking for your birthday, your high school graduation date? All of those things would be interesting to see what happens. But then also I think that employers and employees are going to continue to look at culture fit and how they define that as well as how they define screening for that online, right? If I'm looking for this certain type of person, if I'm looking online, is it okay for me to look that way? And and I think that that will continue to evolve. Employers are starting to use those social medias in a different way to be able to actually pull from my employees' LinkedIn network Right and, and search their LinkedIn network to find candidates. And that type of kind of big data recruiting will continue to evolve and, and probably go more into the big data side for some organizations and possibly as some organizations have done already, moving away from the data and maybe even going a little what we might consider to be backwards in their recruiting practices. So it's going to be interesting to see which organizations, and you'll want to keep an, an, an eye on the organizations that you're interested, the industry that you're in, do they seem to be moving more towards data in hiring, right? Using data aggregators, using systems that allow them to search their employees' social media, or do they seem to be moving away from that? and maybe back more to um, 
individual recruiters maybe who are using technology to search, but then basing their hiring decisions more on some of the culture fit and relationships. So interesting, maybe diversion of ideas that's happening there. Thinking about the employers gathering all of this data and ATS systems, right, applicant tracking systems, those systems are going to are going to be changing, evolving, getting smarter, uh, which will be nice for some of you to not have to worry about some of those little things so much, right? Do you have the exact right titles and all of those things? Those systems are getting smarter, but you'll want to keep an eye on that if you're searching for work in a way that uses those applicant tracking systems, and most recruiters use those applicant tracking systems just keeping an eye on what's going on there. And on this show, as we did in November, I think early November, we had a a session on applicant tracking systems, and we'll do that again towards the middle or end of next year just to keep up on what's going on because it does change, and it's important for us to, to know what's going on there because of the vast numbers of, of hiring people who are using those systems, right? So one of the other trends I think you'll see in 2015 is kind of a rebound of human resource hiring. I know it was one of the first things to go when the economy got bad, and in some ways it's already to start started to bounce back, but I think you're going to see that bounce back even bigger as companies start to focus on getting the right talent, more recruiters, more HR people that are helping to build this employer brand idea and lots of companies bringing career counseling, career development, career guidance internally to try to keep those people, right? Offer that as an incentive for people to stay. I think we're going to see manufacturing increase as we have maybe even in the last year here in Northern Colorado and especially in you know, this area, but across the U.S., you're seeing some manufacturing come back from overseas, and that will create some growth in that industry. In you know, kind of interesting, I think that the U.S. service organizations have been doing well, whether that's marketing services, all of those services that are differentiating creative customer service those are growing and some of them even also coming back from overseas because of the competition, right? If you don't have good service, you lose your market share. And parts of that change in maybe consumer behavior here in the U.S. are pushing some of that service types of individual care back to the U.S. and growing that area for companies to be able to stand out for service. Some of the things I think I see happening in the market, interesting to see some organizations pushing finance offshore, so that might be a trend to keep an eye out for. And then one of the myths I think that depends on where you are in the country, but to really look at healthcare and there's kind of this idea and generality out there that healthcare is growing as an employer. 
But what I see is that they're still trying to figure it out, right? They're trying to figure out the Affordable Care Act, trying to figure out what that's going to mean in terms of their income, trying to figure out how Medicare, Medicaid reimbursements are going to change. And so health care is not maybe as a as huge of an employer as people might think, and it may not be as stable or secure as one might think. So if you're interested in that field, great. I just wouldn't kind of picture it in your head as a savior, right, or a sure thing, because that industry is still trying to figure out the changes that it's got going on as well. So one of the biggest areas of growth here in the U.S., I think, is this craft craft kind of idea, right, where we need more carpet layers, we need more welders. And so if you've got any interest in that area or you've got kids that you feel like, you know, geez, I'm not sure they're going to want to go to college, they've got a great opportunity here in that growth area. So we'll be back next week. We're going to continue to talk about what's going on next in your career in 2015 and really dig into how you can set yourself up for success in your career in 2015. I hope you'll join me next week and you can always connect with me at Marie, M-A-R-I-E, at astrategicadvantage.com. We'll see you right here next week on The Career Confidant. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 